Okay, round two. <laughs> okay, this time sounds a lot better now, too. Yay, okay. Real quick, I want to apologize to anybody listening. Um, and for you, too. First, welcome, welcome, my dear. Thank you. What happens is, it looks like if I ever send the link to somebody and something about the Wi-Fi connection, whether it be on my end or your end, yeah. for some reason, it doesn't go together for some reason. Um, so I always tell people, you know, try doing no Wi-Fi and usually it works. And yeah, it looks like might have been the little key there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> here, want to say welcome, everybody, to episode 29 of the Daily Grind podcast. And I have a very good friend of mine, a very good entrepreneur for everybody out there trying to build a business. Please, my dear, introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. My name is Gabby and I am owner of Season Boutique. Uh, my social media handles are at Seasoned Boutique. That's S-E-A-S-O-N-E-D. And then my um, website URL is www.shopseasonedboutique.com. Awesome, awesome. And I want to say thank you so much for clearing up some time. I know everybody's schedule can link up. So that's definitely one thing I fell in love with this app. I definitely wanted to touch on, you know, podcasting and really giving people's perspective on how they can build a brand. And that's definitely something where I saw you starting to build this when it comes to your brand. And I was like, man, I, I got to interview her. As soon as I found out that I can send a link and it's that simple, we don't need to meet up. Too easy. That was Too awesome. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing the comfort of your home. But yes. <laughs> I definitely want to go into So everybody listening up, today's episode is going to be going over business. Business, business, business. I'm kind of key about it. And Gabby, definitely, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen up to any of my podcasts, but what pretty much I like to do is release one almost every day. Yeah. I try to do one every day on different topics of everybody knows me for, of course, being like that ultimate hustler, whether it be business, whether it be fitness, anything that I'm really, really good at. I'm a big believer of doing it repetitively every day. And I know when you first started and I wanted to bring you onto the show for that reason, how difficult was it for you when not only having the vision, but how difficult was it for you to actually make this happen? Like, did it take you a year? Was it something like, Oh, I got this kind of idea. Let's do it. Darn. Um, well, business was always an interest of mine. Um, and then the idea didn't really start circling in my head until like November of 2017. Um, and I think it was in January of 2018, I started jotting down ideas, terms and conditions. I didn't even know if, you know, if I was going to pursue this or not. I just, in my head, I wanted it to make sense. And so, um, terms and conditions, potential business names, like all the nitty gritty, um, and then, um, I knew after, so I got married in April of last year. And, Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, and I knew after getting married, I wanted to really get started. Um, and it wasn't until I came back from, so I got married in Hawaii and, um, after I came back from getting married over there and my honeymoon, um, I got together with a friend, um, Valerie um, Casares, um, and we went over like 
goals that we wanted to attain and wanted to keep each other accountable for. And um, I remember (laughs) the day exactly um, I told her that she was the first friend I told um, besides like my family and my husband. And um, I told her what I wanted to do. And um, I remember her um, telling me, okay, cool. Um, When do you plan to execute this? I was like, okay, well, um, not till like maybe late September. Um, mind you, this was May. And she was like, um, that's very far from now. Why don't you try June? And I'm like, girl, you are crazy. <laughs> that is way too soon. Um, she's like, I totally believe you can do it. Just go for it. Try it out. See if it happens. Um, I remember speaking to my husband about it and talking about how season boutique would look for us as a um as husband and wife and the sacrifices that um we were gonna make and um and on july 13 of last year um season boutique was up and running and um that took like nine months of just planning and research and a lot of sticky notes (laughs) (laughs) yeah what was kind of, and do apologize if you hear any background noise. Mm-hmm. Gotta go to my room real quick and get my charge because my phone's about to die. Um, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that when you were sending me your snap, the, the yeah. snapshots. <laughs> yeah, so do apologize if you hear any background noise there. Um, but. Hello. All right. <laughs> so sorry about that. So, but I don't mind this at all because it definitely helps me with my podcasting because any little thing that happens. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me that, I was like, all right, cool. This is what happens with, <laughs> with Wi-Fi. Cool. So good to know in regards to recording. But um, yeah, I was trying to say, what was making you hesitant from going? Was it so much the thing of like failing or what was it for you that made you at that time want to do go all the way till September? Um, yeah, I guess the fear of failing for sure. Um, I wasn't very confident, um, I guess. And, um, I knew, I knew it was going to happen and I knew it was only a matter of time. I just didn't think, um, just like the legality of things was going to be possible in that short time, but it totally was. Um, I just encourage anyone out there that is looking to, um, to be an entrepreneur, um, to do your research and really find out um, what it entails. Cause I mean, like the licenses and all that, I guess that's what scared me. Um, mm-hmm. But that was, I think the easiest part. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that was awesome people overthink that process of it I know I mean myself when it came to my clothing brand Mm -hmm. people always would come to me for advice like oh man what about you know distribution you know in regards to your business your uh, your search your business San Diego all this other stuff how did you claim Mm -hmm. it I was like man that's the easy part (laughs) the hardest part is getting known that is that's the hardest part all the logistic parts of it once you do that Mm -hmm. yourself know of course going through it um what was 
your first challenge, you know, after you got everything in regards to business that you needed to cross them little checks off or I got this and this, what was your next step? You know, you got all the licensing that you needed. Mm-hmm. Was it more of, okay, we're going to come out with everything or what, what was your game plan with that? I think, um, I think just the clothes, um, just trying to find pieces that, um, that people are going to like. Um, I mean, I have my own taste, but I mean, everyone's so different. So to have to cater to not just myself, but, you know, um, my followers, um, I think that that was a lot of pressure. Um, but I've had so much support. I've been super blessed. Um, all my followers are super sweet. Um, it was, I mean, I guess that's the heart and still is. I mean, um, right now we're still super small. Um, and we put out maybe like eight to 12 pieces every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there's a million options, um, and to have to, um, limit myself to just like 12 pieces right now. Um, because I mean, that's, that's what I can do. Um, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. I think the hardest thing in regards to when it came to your business was just starting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always try to get people that kind of advice. And that, that's definitely something that the podcast has helped. Um, something I was definitely intrigued with. And I love hearing your perspective because people who are listening in for the first time or anybody who's regularly listening in, mm-hmm. man, to this day, Gabby, I love what you've done with your vision because, you know, I've, I've given you some, you know, like my two cents, like, oh, girl, do this and yeah, do this. And I appreciate and that. Of course, <laughs> because I know that's where I was when moving forward, like, man, looking back, if somebody had helped me do this, mm-hmm. and this, I would have been so much forward. And I'm not saying, of course, oh, yeah, because I gave you tips, I gave you credit. No, but <laughs> yeah, I know. let me help with this area that I know you don't have to think about mm-hmm. that way you move forward. And, and I love that. I love the, I, I see the support and girl, I do love your clothing because <laughs> even from guys perspective, I love your content. I love your content of it fits what your brand wants to be. And that's why I think what people overthink, they're like, Oh man, I got this great logo idea. I got this great thing. And you know, that's my degree, what I got in. And it's, yeah. it's funny to hear their perspective. I'm like, Oh, cool. That's, you know, that's a cool concept, you know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I like this, this, and this. And I love that you said that, Gabby, that it's not just my style that I, I have to think about. It has to think of the consumer. Right. And it's so true. Um, I think people overthink that and don't put that into their actual brand. Like, oh, well, I like this. Okay, well, did you ever think about, you know, maybe this, this, and this? Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's such a, a market that people miss. What was the hardest decision for you? Like, I know you came out with certain things first. What was the hardest decision? Was it so much more of, okay, let's release not only the, you know, the brand, the website, everything's coming out. Was it hard for you to decide on what to release? Um, so I don't know if it was, it was hard. I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that one um (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that there was like a I knew what kind of style I was going for um 
And I don't think that was the hard, I think look, what the hard part was, was looking for vendors with good quality clothes mm-hmm. um, to be able to sell to my customers. Um, mm-hmm. Mind you, uh, where I get my clothes is from the LA, um, downtown LA, um, what is it, like the fashion market down there. Mm-hmm. And there is a million vendors. <laughs> yeah, and, there's a lot. And not only to find um, the quality clothes that I was looking for, but the price. Um, my thing is I never want to sell something that I wouldn't purchase. Um, and so I try to keep my clothes under $50. Um and that limits me <laughs> to the kind of pieces that I want to buy. So I think that that was the real issue for me is, okay, I want quality, but quality is going to cost me. And therefore, I'm going to have to in turn charge a pretty penny for that. And that's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I found a solution that worked for me. Um and ran with that but I think that was the hardest part (laughs) um yeah definitely for anybody who's never been to the garment district right there in LA it's definitely intimidating when you know being a business owner in regards to fashion at myself um going there the first time I you know already been there when I was younger Mm -hmm. but really after having my license and everything going there myself and really seeing okay, what is in style? What is in season? What is, Mm -hmm. you know, things that are not only appealing, but yes, that was my big thing too. How can I make something affordable? And I love that you put that out there because I think people always try to overprice their stuff Mm -hmm. because they look at certain brands like, oh, Nike and stuff like that. I'm like, well, guys, they started off somewhere. The reason why they can sell a shirt that only has a Nike symbol on it is because everybody knows the brand. Everybody knows in after a while. And I love that you said that because people overthinking and overprice their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sure that you've been there yourself where you've gone to the store and you're like, why is that that much? <laughs> it can be this price. Yeah. And I think everybody can relate to that. So I love that. I love that. Um when it came to, you know, going out there, getting everything you wanted to get ready, was it real for you more than like after you picked out your products and you know website was done business cards all that fun stuff mm-hmm. was it more real at that point or was it more real when somebody bought the first thing I think like yeah when somebody bought the first thing I mean you're not a business without your customers and um I remember <laughs> launch day I was sitting at my computer for like <laughs> Five hours just like waiting to see who was going to purchase um, my stuff. And that really meant a lot to me. And um, I really try to emphasize um, how appreciative I am for each um, customer. Um, and I don't like to call them customers. I like to call them supporters because um, they truly are. And um, I like to just go out of the way and like send with their packages, some of them thank you notes and a little something extra just to let them know how much I appreciate their support. Um, 
because that's what keeps me going every day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just that one purchase, that one person that believes in my product and believes in what I have um, to offer. So, yeah. Do you remember uh, the first item that was bought? Yes, it was a jumpsuit. <laughs> nice, nice. I still remember mine because I just came out with one kind of product. It was just five t-shirts, five yeah. t-shirts. Yeah. Um, super simple, but just the fact that not only was it the exact same thing you said, you know, um, somebody buying it, but it was somebody who believed in my brand. And I was like, wow, that's, and I love that. I love that it felt so real to you. Definitely. Moving forward as you have, I love that your brand has grown as fast as it has already. It's one of those brands that I'm starting to see a lot more, especially on feeds now. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at stories on Instagram, yeah, uh, starting to pop out a little bit more and having the certain hashtags and things like that. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised how fast your, your brand grew right now? Oh, definitely. Um, I remember, I think it was our first month, it was our month anniversary and I had hit 500 followers and it was so surreal. Um, and even, you know, 500, I would have been, I still would have been content with 500 followers. Um, a friend and a friend of mine and I were talking and we were saying, you know, they're organic followers, first of all, and they're straight up supporters. Like they're like, you know, my day ones are the ones that continue shopping. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> I think that's the best thing where, you know, anybody can, and I'm not saying every brand does this, but I know a lot of people will get that hype going for a little bit and they might pay for them followers for a little bit, but mm-hmm. the, the actual content of them building something is not really there. And it's easy to see and kind of expose them in a sense because, that month may be amazing for them. Like, oh my God, they're so known in the next months, years. Like, hey, what happened to that brand where I loved and not so much stalking your brand at that time, but I loved that I would always go check on your brand and every day at least grow at least five new followers every day. So like the first couple months, I was like, oh, let's see, let's see how Gabby's brand is. Hell yes. I think that um. I think right now you're just under 2,000, I believe, or you might have hit 2,000. I'm not too sure. I haven't checked it. No, I actually I just hit 1,500. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Yeah. The fact that I think people don't realize that that growth is insane because you started this not too long ago. And the fact that it's building that fast is amazing. Um, Thank you. It just proves that not only one, you have some good taste in what you, what you select, my dear soul. (laughs) But then you have something that's actually meaningful to people, meaning they actually love not only the pricing, but the more important thing, the brand, they love Mm -hmm. the vision. That's what I think people overlook in regards to business. You can, you know, have the lowest pricing and stuff like that. But I always tell people, even if you have the lowest pricing, doesn't mean you're always going to be successful. Right. It's more of what can you give that person? And I love that. I love seeing your journey so far and how fast it's grown in a good way. And girl, you have so much potential still to keep <laughs> going forward. And I'm super excited for you. Um, you. Of course, of course. What was so far with this business? What's been the most challenging thing? Was it so much 
always trying to be on top of the fashion line, you know, meaning in the sense the newest trend, what's, what's appealing for females? What is something that will be a good thing or is it so much, what's been the hardest challenge for you so far? Um, I think, uh, the hardest challenge has to be, so, um, when I started my boutique, I was, I'm still going to school. So I'm, I'm going for my bachelor's degree and I'm working full time. So, um, I think the hardest thing has been to keep myself sane (laughs) for the last six months. It's been a lot. Um, and I think that out of everything, I can definitely say I've had, I've cried some tears. Um, I've, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a journey. It's been a challenge, but, um, like I said, like my supporters are the ones that, you know, keep me going. God, of course, um, cause I wouldn't have started this without him, but, um, definitely I think it, it's, it's juggling a lot of things at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm so close to my bachelor's. And so that's why I, I kept pursuing that, but I think I'm going to slow down a little bit this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, and really focus on my business and, um, and, you know, I'm working full time. So that's what's really, you know, paying my bills, my business yeah. I'm still, you know, investing in that. And so um, that I can't quit my job yet. <laughs> but um, that is the end goal. That is the end goal, of course. And I love that, that, you know, the realistic part of it. I think people do the opposite where oh, I'll just quit this job and make this, which yes, does it make you grind that much more for your for your career that you want with your brand and stuff, of course, because that is your full time. Okay. But people are realistic with it. You still need money to get what you need to get for people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Bills yeah, got to get paid. <laughs> same way, girl. Same way. You know, I, I tell people, because um, having my brand too as well for about yeah. six years, I always tell people, oh my goodness, what was the hardest thing for you? Like, oh man, you must've made this much. I'm like, dude, I made a good amount of profit my first year. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Majority of that went straight back to my, to my business. Amen. <laughs> maintaining my website, maintaining products, maintaining, mm-hmm. okay, how is this person different from this one? Okay, let me check this material. Let me check what's in season. All right, mm-hmm. this is a little bit more at higher end. All right, let me buy more of a value for over end cost. You know, I think that's what people weren't seeing. People yeah. were seeing, dude, you're doing amazing. Like, yeah, thanks, man. But after that first, like, one or two years, then I was actually becoming more profitable in a sense and being there. And that's what, and I love that you said that because it's so true. It's, it's people have that for that facade of, oh, I'll just make a brand. I'll start making money. You'll get money, yeah. but majority of it's going to go back into your business. Because if not, you're pretty much going to stay the same. And that's something I learned very, very early on that I think, and somebody for you to watch out too. I know I told your sister, uh, Hem about it. Um, Gary V was somebody who definitely put me into a very good perspective in regards to business where, okay, you know, if you're not releasing content, especially right now mm-hmm. in regards to social media and stuff like that. And I know, um, I told your sister like, Hey, you know, have her, I don't know if you did watch Gary V at all, but stuff like that of what he would release, you know, kind of producing all the time, um, stuff like that made such a difference in the first couple of years that I was doing something. Yeah. And 
definitely, I think you do post almost every day and it's definitely something that's going to help in regards to what you're doing. So what has it been hard for you to kind of think of different content? Cause I do, I do see the photo shoots, which I love by the way. Thank um, you. Of course, of course. What was it? Is it so much trying to think of content all the time that's sometimes difficult for you or is it more of not trying to make it boring? Yeah, I think not trying to make it boring. Um, I try to stay cohesive with my with my Instagram page. And so trying to fit, um, you know, everything together um, uh, can be a little bit difficult. Um, we do a lot of outdoor shoots. So a lot of our pictures are outdoors. So um, it can be difficult when it's like the weather is not cooperating with you. Um our poor models have to be shooting out in the cold at like six thirty in the morning. So, you know, all those things come to play. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's, it's a learning experience. Um, you know, I'm still learning about my business, um, you know, as I go. So <laughs> trying to figure well, all that out. Of course. I think the hardest thing was, I love the rapport that you have, like you, the, the way you do your photos. I don't know if you did this intentionally or you may have not even noticed it, the way you do it. Yeah. But everything that you take in regards to your pictures when it is outdoors, it's very, no pun intended, but kind mm -hmm. of seasoned, you know, to <laughs> your boutique. It's yeah. very, it's, it's very designed to not only fit your brand, but it puts them in such perspective of, okay. I see that with that outfit. I yeah. see that in that environment. That makes sense. And I love that you did that because I think people overlook that where they'll do the most common of lay down the clothing and have a white background and take it, which is yeah. cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I've yeah. done that myself, but having models and actual, you know, mine's more of a streetwear kind of brand, but more mm -hmm. of a lifestyle as well. So if I have somebody in, a bomber jacket. Okay, cool. Let me put you in a streetwear environment. Let me put okay. you on the streets. Um, and I love that you did that. Was that something that you tried out one time and you're like, oh, I like how this looks and kind of went with it? Or was it something that you definitely looked into? I did a whole lot of research on, um, I online shopped for years and became really good at it. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Um, and noticed what I liked about certain businesses and what I didn't like. And um, I always saw like white background photos and that was cool and all, but I wanted to see the clothes like in a, in a specific setting and what it would look like. And I just feel like it's more appealing to the eye anyways. Um, and so that was something that um, I definitely um, intentionally incorporated so we do the white background photos for um, my website, and then we do um, the lookbook photos for mainly for Instagram, but I definitely upload those to um, my website so people can see what, um, how, the, how the outfits look um, on a white background and then um, out, outside in you know, the outdoors. Um, so I give them the option of, you know, Giving them both perspectives. I love that. Exactly. I love that you said that you became like a professional online shopping, but that's so true because 
I think people underestimate that. You got to think of yourself as that customer, right? You got to think yeah. yourself, okay, if I'm going to buy online, mm-hmm. how would I buy that? Think about it. What was some things that you would like when you shopped online? And what was something that you turned off? Like, oh my goodness, I loved that they did this. Or I hated that I love that style, but why would they do this? Yeah, I think I really like there was, I don't remember what um, company this was, but they incorporated videos um, into um, their website. So you could see how an outfit looked um, like a 360 view of the outfit, which was amazing. And so I try to incorporate the videos on my Instagram. I still haven't done that on my website. Um, so that's something I definitely am looking forward to doing. Um, but one thing that, um, I always looked for and I could never find is, um, like sizing of each, uh, piece. So a small, a medium and a large and what that looked like. So, um, I could never find that. Like you just kind of had, there was a generic, um, sizing guide and you kind of, you know, had to go off of that, but, um, you know, me figuring out, you know, or going to LA, finding all these pieces from different vendors, I realized it's not generic. <laughs> They're it's all, not. you know, the certain pieces run smaller and um, the customers need to know that. So um, I literally measure all my pieces. So a small, medium and large in all the styles. Um, so the, the width of it, the the length of it, um, if it has stretch, I mentioned that. So I do that for all my pieces um, to really cater to the girls. Because I mean, if you're going to spend your money on a comp, you know, on a on something, you want to make sure that first of all it fits. Um, and I feel like that's everyone's fear with online shopping. So my thing was, how do I cater to the people that fear online shopping? And so mm-hmm. really incorporated that into my business. I love that. That's so, so smart because that's something that I think a lot of brands do forget. They do forget about certain things. And I think you explained it that way. Everybody right now is like, oh my goodness, I've been there. Because <laughs> I know I've bought something either for, of course, my fiance or anybody, or I've bought something myself. I've tend to notice that too, where if I buy, let's say I'm, I'm using a medium in shirts and mm-hmm. sweaters and stuff like that. But I know if I buy, especially on Amazon, oh, Amazon, how I love and hate you at the same time, <laughs> because I'll buy a, a medium and that is like an XL on me for some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it throws me off so bad. I'm like, oh my goodness. Cause I fell in love with the jacket. So every time, just in case, mm-hmm. If they have an extra small or a small, I will get it. I don't care just in case because yeah. I'd rather fit just a little snug than super, super loose on me. But I love that you said that because that's so true. I think no knock to Amazon, but mm-hmm. I think that it's true because you deal with a lot of third parties in regards to certain brands mm-hmm. that happens. And I love that you said that. What is the next goal for you i know definitely stepping back a little bit from the degree sounds like Mm -hmm. uh, what first i want to ask what's your degree what are you trying to get your degree in so um human development and family studies love it love it yeah so i was trying to do a speech and language pathology 
Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm still going to go for it. Um, but right now, just like with everything going on, I think I, I wanted to take a step back, not, not quitting completely, just not taking as many classes as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's. <laughs> and then number two, what I wanted to ask, what is the next goal for this year? I know 2018 was definitely starting the brand. What is the big vision for you as of now going, where do you see your brand right now in five months from now? Um, I definitely, um, I think just like more loyal customers. I really want to expand um, on, on what I put out. So just maybe more pieces. I definitely want to cater to um my curvy ladies. So, you know, plus size, um, some basic clothing. So I have a few ideas I want to put out this year. Um, and I'm really excited because I feel like that's, that might, um, you know, diversify us a little bit. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. I love it. I love it. I love hearing all that. What for you, if you could give any tips right now mm-hmm. in regard to anybody starting thinking about whether it be a clothing line, whether it be a boutique, whether it be any type of business. Mm-hmm. One tip that you have learned starting your own business now, what's one tip that you would give that person? Um, darn, just do it. <laughs> um, don't let um, fear come in between you and, and your dreams. Um, that I mean, that's what kept me. Um, from pursuing mine for a really long time. Um, And I have to say that I was definitely um, inspired by by God. Uh, My passion for business and fashion was always there um, since uh, I walked out of high school. I mean, even in high school. But I feel like I always needed something else um, for when the going got tough. And um, I feared that my passion alone wouldn't be enough to enough fuel to get me to the places I needed. Um, and then, you know, God found me and I was, um, when I was in a really dark place and changed my life completely. And so I wanted to serve him and include him in all my endeavors. Um, and when I was thinking about my future, I knew I wanted a job where I could, um, showcase his love while pursuing my passion and um I think that's when season boutique really um began began its course so um I don't know just just start don't fear um know who you are and 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 whose you are and that you know with God everything is possible and I honestly believe that that's the reason why I have made it so far is because I've um, included him in, in all of this journey. And um, I think that's, that's what I owe my, I owe all my success to him. So. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) 100% agree that hundred percent agree that. And I definitely have always been that of course, religious type, but I, you got to have that blessing. Um, it's it's crazy how, because like you said, you got married earlier. Mm-hmm. 
last year and I'm in that realm of getting married myself next month. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you, thank you. But I, I gotta give, you know, props to my significant other because she's definitely one who got me closer in regards to God as well. Yeah. And you know, that aspect of change. I'm a big believer of what somebody had told me. Um sometimes you need a lot of those hardships. Mm-hmm. It's kind of God's way of saying no to you. It's it's him saying no to you for he can put you in better ways. So when he says yes to you, I'm like, huh. Yep. Looking back towards everything the last four years prior from prior to meeting my fiance, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, it kind of definitely opened up my eyes and I don't think I could have been happier than I am now. And yeah, I totally agree with that. And I definitely think people, you know, even if you're not the most religious person yeah. or are not religious at all, having something that means something like that to you that gives you a higher meaning yeah go with it go with it follow it because the last thing that you want to do is regret something that you didn't give your 100 percent to i think everybody's limitations are saying at the end of the day you know after they're on their deathbed or whatever's happening and they're like man if i had only trusted my heart mm-hmm done this and I that's something that I never want to do I never wanted to be that person to say in my life uh well good thing I didn't try this I never saw where it would have gone no I didn't want to be that average person and yeah I definitely always give people that advice as well and I love your advice I definitely want to say thank you so much of course Gabby for being on here we're gonna wrap it up not too long from here um, before this decides to kick me off again, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like we're good, but okay. thank you so much. I definitely wanted to bring you on because I wanted to give your, your reach out there because you're in that phase of so much potential. And I can't wait once you become that big famous type of brand. I'm like, man, I remember when, when she came on my podcast. All that <laughs> she was so nice to come on, <laughs> but I wanted to bring you on for that reason because I know you have such a good story and I'm so excited for you and I'm so proud of what you've done with your business so far. And I always tell him every time I see her, whatever your sister's doing, you know, give her all the encouragement. You know, if she ever needs any type of advice, let me know. I've been there. Any type, I can always give advice for that reason. But I can't wait to see how far you go with this because I know you have no limitations, my dear. Mm-hmm. I'm so with your brand i'm so excited for what you're doing so this last couple 30 seconds here yeah give me one more time where people can find you and then we just wrap it up there yeah of course so um all my social media handles are at seasoned boutique and then at my url www.shopseasonboutique.com all right, guys, this has been episode 29 of the daily grand podcast i want to say thank you so much gabby for coming on We'll definitely link up again, have some more interviews down the road, see where we are in those five months, and then go from there. Thank you so much. Have a good one.